Hi, me again. And no walkabout again today. I'm sorry to say. She enjoyed me in the pub or what other ones? I've got, I think I've got a library. Oh no, the one with the Chesterfield. I want to, I want to be posh today. I'm going to sit by the Chesterfield. This isn't my new apartment or my new flat. Wish it was. Anyway, I've got a few stories to go through because a couple of things have come up. I'll try and dig out some of your comments, but I haven't already done that because I'm not very, I've told you how many times I have to tell you I'm not very good at this. So let's go through a couple of these stories. I want to try and keep this under 15 minutes where I can. But there's been a big story out just this morning. Have you seen it? Well, I don't know if you've been in the paper this morning, you might have seen it. But I've got it on BBC Media Centre. Have a look. BBC announces extra support to help people pay for TV licence. Oh, BBC want to help you. I mean, there is. I've just done a big video of this for the other channel where I go into it a bit more in depth. So I don't want to talk too much on it because you're better off going to watch that one. But they really wanted to help, wouldn't it be better to decriminalise it rather than just offer financial help? It says here, look, the plan is a response to the BBC's gender disparity review, which was set up to examine and understand why 75% of those prosecuted are women. And that is a fact, isn't it? It is a sad fact at that as well. 75% of TV and licence prosecutions are women. Why? Is it because they're more likely to be at home during the day? Is that true? I don't know. Is it because they're more likely to talk to the goons? Because let's face it, the goons are the only way you can get into trouble, aren't they? Or talk to the goons. There is no other way. Is it because they're more likely to talk to them? I don't know. I just find it odd that that is a fact. I mean, the, where does it say here? Look, there is no evidence that TV licensing deliberately discriminates against any group and gender is not a factor in the way TV licensing collects and enforces the license fee. I disagree. It might not be TV licensing themselves policy, but we call them goons for a reason. It's because they are. They're bully boys. They're mostly men, they're mostly a bit stocky, and they're mostly bullies who don't like to be told no. And to a bully, it's a lot easier to bully a woman than it is a man who might be less likely to interact with you. Rather, he'll just, if they knocked on my door, for instance, I'd be like, who are you, TV licensing? No thanks, mate, shut the door. I wouldn't swear many men would. But if they knock on my mum's door, for instance, even though she knows the game, she'd be concerned and a bit worried and she could very well be intimidated by them. So yeah, I disagree. I disagree that gender is not a factor in this. I think gender is a massive factor in this. That's how it's got to 75 of women in the court cases, isn't it? They're bully boys. They're bully boys. And if you want to protect women, then decriminalise the TV licence fee or just get rid of it completely. Then you're not just protecting the small amount of women who have financial hardship that you want to protect. You're then protecting all women and all men. And imagine, let's say it was the other way around, right? It's, my brain goes funny places sometimes, but Imagine it was 75% of the prosecutions for TV license offences was men. Could, would, could you imagine seeing that headline, that we're going to do something to help men in financial hardship, but just not the women? I don't know. The Sun had a thing on this as well. The Sun one was interesting. Look, under BBC plans, people will be offered a two-month breathing space if they are facing enforcement action. It wasn't necessarily the interesting bit, but... Uh, I, well, it was a bit interesting to me, but there's a bit here which did annoy me somewhat. That we look forward to the new partnership with Step Change, and we will closely monitor its impact. TV licensing is going to work with Step Change, 
And I've talked about Step Change on this channel before. It's a debt help charity who I have, I've worked with, right? I got into debt problems. I've worked with Step Change, okay? Now, if you're in that amount of debt that you need to go and seek the help from a debt charity, isn't it that charity's duty to help you cut your monthly expenses as much as possible? So I have here the Step Change website with regards to the TV license fee. So let's have a look at the advice they're giving. How to pay your license and deal with fines and arrears. What happens if I don't have a license? What happens if I don't pay my arrears? I'm in arrears or struggling to pay. Simple payment plan. Can I go to prison? TV license concessions. Oh look, what do I do if I don't need a license? Bit buried that one, wasn't it? So let's see, hopefully they've got some good advice in there. If you don't watch TV at all, or your property is empty or unoccupied, you will need to contact TV licensing and let them know. This is a debt help charity that's dealing with some of the most vulnerable people in the country, and they've teamed up with TV licensing to not give the full picture. All they've got to do is say, if you are really struggling to meet your monthly outgoings currently, if you stop watching recording things that's being broadcast and you don't access BBC iPlayer, you can save 13 quid a month. And if you want to go back and buy the license once you've got your, your situation straightened out, brilliant. But you, know, you can save this 13 quid a month if you want, if you're struggling to meet your bills. And it would say that if it wasn't for what it said there in the sun, their partnership with Step Change. Because that information on the Step Change website, and it doesn't say what I just said anywhere on there about you don't have to pay it, this information was provided by TV licensing. And if TV licensing give the full picture, can sell a lot less licenses, aren't they? Do you think that's all right? Do you honestly think that's all right? I'm gonna contact Step Change. I have in the past, I've been blanked, I'm going to do it again. Maybe you might consider emailing or tweeting Step Change if you're that way inclined and asking them to put the correct information on there. This is supposed to be helping people who are at their most vulnerable financially and it's not telling them they can save 13 quid a month. That's what brought me into this fight. You know, I was struggling. I was really struggling. I was going through a bad patch financially. Oh, blimey. I'd made some bad decisions and I couldn't meet my monthly outgoing. So I had to sit down and look at everything that could be cut. Batteries just died in that light now. I bet you can't see my face anymore, can you? I don't know what to do about that. Hold on. Ah, oh, that's gonna have to do for now. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna work. I did forgot to charge the blooming light. It's got I get for doing this in the evening, isn't it? But yeah, I, I had to cut that. I couldn't make my monthly outgoings. I just couldn't do it. I was coming back, and that's what led me down this path with a TV license fee. I was brought up to believe you pay. I got my first place. My mum always said, don't forget to pay your TV license. They got detector vans, you know. So I did. And it was from looking on YouTube that I found out I didn't have to, and I haven't paid it since. Why would I? I'm not in, I'm very lucky to not be in a situation where I'm struggling that much anymore. I'm not a millionaire by any stretch, but I can afford 13 quid a month if I had to. But I still don't want to pay it because I don't need to pay it. The information should be on step change. Do you not think? I think it should be on step change. All right, more BBC, not all BBC stories today. I've got some non-BBC stuff I want to talk about in a minute. Like the lollipops the other day. A lot of people are asking a lot of questions about the lollipops the other day. You know what I'm talking about? Go back and have a look at the video from a couple of days ago. Hold on. Sorry about that. Yeah, I had to work from home today because they were picking up my my bath to go to the body shop and dropping off the hire car. 
so I couldn't go anywhere until the hire car come. And it's well after work time, and they've, they've just turned up quite nice though. Mini Cooper S convertible. Nice. Anyway, right, a couple of non-BBC stuff to talk about today, where are we? Flat believed to be cheapest on UK market for 10K, but is rotting and on an island. Still though, 10K. I mean, you can't even get a caravan on a holiday park for that anymore. Because I, I grew up in Clacton, I used to sell, well, one of my first jobs was selling static caravans in Jaywick. And um, yeah, you can't buy a caravan. It's like 20 grand for a nice one. And then you've still got three or four grand a year in, in fees. So something like a 10 grand flat, especially for me at the minute with the way things are going with mine, this might be my plan C, you know, where is it? The small rundown flat with rotting single glazed windows can be found in Rothsay, Isle of Bute, Argyll and Bute in Scotland. Oh, I love Scotland. One of my favourite places in the world now, Scotland. Single glazed, yeah, this crappy old cottage is single glazed. I'm all right with that. Let's have a look inside, shall we? Oh, lovely period rot. Free cooker. Oh, a free sofa as well. Look at that, antique table. Sand that down, upcycle it, lovely. 10 grand, though, it is bad, isn't it? So I mean, it's gonna cost you more than that, do, more than that to do it up, but still, I don't know what property goes for all Butte, but I'd quite happily live in Scotland, I genuinely would, so how we buy this? It's also located above the Palace Bar and Zavaroni's Fish and Chicken Bar. Sign me up, shut up and take my money. Yeah, cash buyers can bid upwards of 10,000 pounds and may at the Radisson Hotel in Glasgow. So obviously a leasehold's probably only got two years left on the lease or something. I might look at, I'm not really gonna buy it, but it's just interesting, isn't it? Because the drama I've had with my flat and the costs down here as well. We, my niece was just looking for herself on all the places we've lived and everything and looking for herself on uh, on Google Street View. And that led me to the house that I was brought up in in Malden. It's on a rough road. It was a rough, we, weren't, we didn't have a lot of money back then, so it's a, it's a rough road. My mates used to call it Baghdad around there. And um, I was just having a look, because if that was for sale, I, I, yeah, it's your childhood home, isn't it? You know, but I just wanted to know. It was £300,000 the last time it was sold. That's scary. Scary the price of props, isn't it? 10 grand live in Scotland. Shut up and take my money. Shut up. I'd, I'd do that. Right, this was another one that annoyed me as well. I, I don't know if it's... Women on dating sites are annoying me somewhat in a minute. Not that I'm short of action. Don't get me wrong, no. I have been on a fair few. Tinder, and what's the other one? What's the, Tinder I'm not doing too well on, because I don't like Tinder. Tinder's a bit too Essex for my liking. What's the other one? Hinge, that's the one. I quite like Hinge. Hinge and Bumble. Doing all right, you know. <laughs> doing all right. I've been out and about. I'm back in the game. I've just... Uh, trying to find the right opportunity at the moment. But this one annoys me, look. Singleton asked blokes to write 500 word essay if they want to date her. I don't want to date you. I'm not doing homework just to go out with you, love. Who do you think you are? I mean, seriously. Laura Kempton, 36, wrote a post on her Hinge dating profile as a bit of a joke. We all know it wasn't a bit of a joke. That's what you say when something's backfired a bit. And you're like, how's any bit of a joke? After several horrendous dating experiences, followed by two years of being single, the mum of one asked men to write a 500-word essay on how they will not waste any time. So she's had loads of horrendous dating experiences, 
And the common denominator in all of those dates, because I'm guessing the gentleman, I'm guessing she likes gentlemen, were different, but she was the same. So the common denominator in all of her horrendous dates was her. I'm putting my energy into other things and thinking if it will happen, it will happen. But asking for an essay is definitely a good way of weeding out what you don't want. No, it's a good way of weeding out all the men that are seeing the red flag of what you are, of hard work. She said she got a few responses, but one was stand out and landed himself a date. I feel sorry for him. He asked Lauren for her email address and he wrote her a detailed essay promising to reply swiftly to messages. They also promised they wouldn't waste each other's time if there was no spark. A part of the essay said, I would start by ensuring that any plans we made were kept to. Oh, God. Are you sure this was a man she was talking to? He added he would ensure that communication was prioritised. This includes contact methods such as text, call, face... Oh, yeah, because God forbid you don't reply to her text messages within the allotted 37-second window that she provides you. The convincing essay was accompanied by a PowerPoint presentation. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't do that. That's not something I would be in. I know you, you've got to up your game if you want to get a date in today's world, and that could very well be why I'm not committing at the moment. Because I'm not prepared to go to... I've, I've gone to quite big efforts before. If I like you and we're going out, ask my exes. Some of the stuff, I, I've gone to great lengths to plan stuff and do stuff. But... For a first date off a dating app, and he sent a PowerPoint presentation. Unfortunately, it didn't lead to going very far, and Lauren has now mainly ditched dating apps and is putting her faith in the power of the universe. Of course, it didn't go very far. In the power of the universe. Yeah, well, I'm a big believer in that one. But I don't know. What's it got? What we got to say here? Is there anything good in the comments for this one? <laughs> the title of the essay to you is Reasons Why You Are Still Single. <laughs> Just ask OpenAI ChatGPT, fellas, and they'll do it for you. That's a good idea. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's tricky, this dating stuff. It's tricky, this dating stuff, you know. I'm just so fussy in my old age. That's the problem. I'm very fussy in my old age when it comes to that sort of thing. Right, have I got any comments? I don't know. Let's have a look. My phone keeps going off. Is that comments? Ah, yes, product placement. Where have all the blue ple uh, blacked out squeezy bottles gone? You can still get your sticky back plastic tape now. Yeah, we talked the other day about BBC being commercial. I did a video on product placement a while back, and uh, I want to do another one. The problem is, I don't. They're all clips of BBC stuff. I don't really want to put them in. The the, the one I've got saved. Is a, oh, I've got a few saved. There's one. Some BBC News, and for no reason whatsoever, they're in a studio. That it's not like the live presenting like this. It's like a story thing, but he's behind a console desk talking. And then for no reason whatsoever at all, it cuts to like a six or a seven second static shot of a pair of headphones on a desk with the logo, the Sennheiser logo, pointed directly towards the camera. It's for no reason at all. They're not talking about headphones. The headphones don't need to be there. It's just there in the middle of BBC News. BBC News that uses Sennheiser products. 
And then like the Only Fools and Horses one, if you watch some of the more modern Only Fools and Horses, not the really early ones, some of the later ones, have a look at how many references there are to the Daily Mirror. Rodney walks into the cafe, there's a big Daily Mirror thing up. Anytime they're reading a paper, it's the Daily Mirror. The Daily Mirror features in four or five jokes per episode in the later ones. There's a lot of product placement that happened on the BBC. And I, I do want to do a bit more on that. I know how they got away with it. I know how they got away with it. But you're allowed to do product placement now if they went commercial, because ITV can do product placement, can't they? They have to put the little P in the corner of the screen. That's why they, is it a Costa and a co-op they got in Coronation Street? I watched it, I just I remember reading about it. And that's why they can do it. If BBC went commercial, they could do that. No reason not to. Next time, Chili John Carney, can you stop at the Steam Tug and tell us a little bit about it, please? Including, do they need a TV light? Yeah, down the prom, there is a Steam Tug. And I think it's a charitable thing. There's a board out the front. They're either collecting donations or it's for sale or something. The next time I go down there, next time I go down there, I will have a look at it. I want to do something with the boats. That Ozki, remember I bumped into him. I didn't know he was another YouTuber. A few of you knew him though, didn't you? And I bumped into him down there and he was doing something to do with one of the boats. I won't tell you what, because I don't want to blow his cover or whatever. It's not my position to do so. But I might try and get in contact with him. Because if, if he knows people who own one of the boats or manage one of the boats, I might be able to do something on that. Because they're quite interesting on old Thames barges. Well, have you got a link for the lollipops? I'm asking for a friend. Do you have a referral? <laughs> that was grim. That was grim, wasn't it? The lollipops. She goes to B&M to buy ATP lollipops, wax them up the old, uh, the old happy place, and rewraps them and sells them for 35 quid. Who is buying these lollipops? And wouldn't that, I don't know what's technically up there. My, <laughs> my knowledge of this whole area is slim at best. I'm no expert by any means. But you get some bacteria on that, right? So if it takes a couple of weeks to eat the lollipop, that would be raging in bacteria, wouldn't it, surely? I don't know. And what happens if you buy a few and you've got kids at home? You've just got a thing for this one. <laughs> Go for a wee or something, you come down and... Little John's on the sofa. Where'd you get that lollipop, Little John? I thought you ran out of sweets. Oh, no, you're in your cupboard, Dad. You don't mind, do you? Take that out of your mouth! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it was grim. Grim. Any more comments? Facebook wouldn't let me share a Chili John video. Some of them. Yeah, I've had that before. I used to get it like back in the day. I can't say that's a thing that's happened recently, sometimes it's the privacy settings or something like that. I don't think there's anything nefarious in it. I have, I, like the, it did take a big hit in the past, the channel. And I reckon I got throttled, even though YouTube claim, they swore blind they don't do that sort of thing. But I think they did. I think they did. Anyway, I've got to crack on because I'm after work here and I'm supposed to be meeting me mate because it's Thursday tonight, I'm filming this because I didn't want to do it walking about tomorrow because I ain't got time, I'm busy working. So this will be on Friday afternoon. Uh, yeah, I'm going out for a Weatherspoons curry. But it's horrible out there. It is whacking it down. And um, those boys that just dropped my car off said they come down from Ipswich and said there's thunder and lightning and all sorts. So uh, that'll be fun in my new convertible, won't it? So I shall leave it there. Leave your comments below. Don't forget to check out the other channel because I've got more stuff going on there. And I've just done a, a video about... Um, inside a detector van. Where are we? I'll play you a short clip of it here. 
Yes, there's a TV set on number five. It's in the front room. And they're watching Columbo. So yeah, there's a few bits of that there. I've just done a proper video of that. It's going to be over on the other channel in the next couple of days, whenever I get around to editing it. I don't know when that'll be. So uh, yeah, I shall leave it there. Thanks for watching. Leave your comments below. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Whenever that will be, I guess. Ta-da!